0: what is up everyone i am back i hope everyone had a fantastic thanksgiving welcome to the cub cooker supernatural podcast sunday morning edition get everything straightened out here with my camera there we go uh live over here on tiktok and on facebook uh you guys drop any questions comments or prayer concerns as you might have during the live stream this morning, this is also an audio podcast. You can go check it out on my website, www.cubcooker.com. Go ahead and subscribe over there on Apple, Spotify, wherever you like, podcasts. You can catch these episodes every single day so you don't have to sit here and watch. You can listen in your car or something like that. So uh, if you don't know me, my name is Cub Cooker. And uh, My n- real name is Jacob, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. This is the Cub Cooker Supernatural podcast, where we talk about faith, spirituality, and the paranormal every single day as a means to better understand and reveal the Gnosis of the Logos. Now, if you don't know what that means, uh, we're definitely going to get into that today, but in a nutshell, Gnosis is knowledge, uh, and it's more than knowledge, it is a deep esoteric understanding it's internalizing knowledge uh where you meet wisdom and knowledge together becomes gnosis uh knowledge not as in book smarts but knowledge as in just knowing bringing forth that which is within you already um and uh specifically around the logos the logos is uh the christ it's the christ energy the christ consciousness uh the person of the christ um there's many different forms of that it is the light of the world the divine vibration the frequency of love uh whatever you want to call it there's uh many names one truth present in a lot of different mythologies a lot of different timelines a lot of different understandings in my humble opinion so what i'm going to share today is uh what we do on sunday mornings every single sunday i just have a cup of coffee and uh, there's a lot of churches going on right now, and I'm not here to compete with churches whatsoever. That's not my MO. Uh, I'm really here just to offer something different. You know, maybe you stayed home from church today. Maybe you've never been to church. Maybe you're agnostic, you're atheist. uh, You're in the right place because we just have a very open-minded conversation around uh, biblical scriptures, specifically on Sunday mornings, All throughout the week, we read things uh, out of the Gnostic texts. We read the Bhagavad Gita, uh, ancient Vedic scriptures, uh, all kinds of different things. So uh, I explore all of that as one because I believe it is one. Uh, I believe all of that was culminated and fulfilled through the Christ on the earth, through the Christ within you and me. Uh, So that's where I'm very esoteric about my beliefs. Um, I don't care if it literally happened or not, um, I'm here to try to experience it with us as a community. What's up from Norway? How are you doing? Uh, awesome, we got a we got a big audience this morning, thank you guys. Um, so uh, really the esoteric understanding is that internal understanding, the story of the Christ happening within self, not arguing about a historical timeline or anything like that. Um, yeah, Jay, ask whatever you want, my my brother. You're more than welcome. Uh, ask questions. I do my best uh, as long as it's around the content to try to answer. Substance seven seven seven. What's up, my friend? How are you doing? Um, so I'm gonna get into what's up from Iowa, dude. My whole family's from Iowa. That's where like the whole cougar tribe kind of came from Germany down into Iowa through all the farming communities, and then now we've got a whole collective of us in Texas very small one here in West Texas, but so what's up? How is Iowa? I bet it's beautiful there right now. I may have to take this jacket off as it gets warm today, but, um, the gospel of John, I started this series. I just want to give a quick, um, man, if you want to know about Jeremiah 10, honestly, my beliefs, Jay, uh, here's a good, I mean, here's a great thing. Um, the, the three books that I put most weight on within the biblical canon are Matthew, Mark and Luke. Okay. Now we are reading through John right now when it comes to old Testament, I am what you would consider a Marcion, uh, believer. Okay. He was a a guy that followed Paul and he believed that Christ came to bring a new God, not try to reconcile the things that the old God of the old Testament did. Uh, that Christ was actually revealing a brand new God that no one had heard of in that area or had been forgotten for thousands of years. So um, I tend to believe that because I don't see the character of the God of the Old Testament as the character of the God of the New Testament. That is not a popular opinion, by the way. And with that said, I value all races, religions, and orientations here. Uh, I literally have a rainbow flag in my bio, and I mean that, guys. I love you guys. I don't care where you come from. I'm not here to change anyone. Uh, I'm not here to tell you to whatever with your lifestyle. I don't care. I really don't care. As long as you're here in love and light and you're seeking that deep divine knowledge of the living Christ, the universal Christ energy, that's what I'm here for. So. Uh, Jay says, okay, I can understand that. Thanks for the honest answer. With that said, you know, a lot of those books like Jeremiah, uh, a lot of the old Testament and new Testament stuff uh, for me is like a means of control around making sure a narrative goes in a certain direction. Cause you know, excuse me, the, what's the best thing that we can do? Well, you know, Jesus isn't here on the planet anymore, so we can commoditize him We can write all of these books that take, you know, these original gospels. We're going to push the Gnostics out, um, and they're going to bury their scriptures in the sand, and we're going to find them in the 40s. They're never going to be canonized, and they're going to be considered heretical. Even though they corroborate Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and it's almost the same type of language, and some of the scriptures that leave off in Matthew, Mark, and Luke are continued through the Gnostic gospels, especially through the Gospel of Thomas. And we just did a whole reading. I read through all of the Gospel of Mary Magdalene. Fascinating stuff, mind opening stuff. Garrett says, "I love your word. Thank you very much. I appreciate that." Garrett. Uh, Maria says, "Yes, yes, yes. Awesome." Um, so with that said, like I just I, I approach this in love. Like I don't care what faith tradition you are or whatever. I'm not even telling you to change your tradition. I'm just asking you to open your mind up and like look. Uh, Let's look past all of these, you know, traditions that we have. Let's look past all of the religiosity, the churchianity, uh, even the spirituality. You know, I, I do a lot of spirituality here on the channel. But even like looking past that into like this just authentic, distilled message, it is a universal message of love, service to others, and the one true path to God. Okay? It doesn't matter what faith tradition you are. That path is clearly laid out as in go home, sell everything, pick up your cross and follow me. Like that's what it is. Okay. You know, the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Um, I was reading last night, and we're actually going to read today on basically the path uh, of rebirth here in John chapter three. We're also going to see one discrepancy that really stood out to me. What's up, Deanne, and welcome, my friend. It's that simple. Marie says, thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, And I wish, I wish that, you know, I didn't have to, to do this because you've got thousands of years of tradition of people trying to make sense of this rather than just receiving it. Um, And that's really why I love Gnosis, Uh, Gnosis not being knowledge, but it's, um, it's more of an alchemized knowledge. And that's really what I help try to do here. So uh, I just listened to a rabbi uh, online talk about Adam and Eve story. I'll get back to you about uh, his name. Compelling, awesome, Joey. Thank you very much. Yeah, the Adam and Eve story here too. Let me like let me break that down real quick before we get into the scripture this morning. Um, if you read it, I started reading the Bible from a mythological standpoint, not because I don't believe it's uh, true or not. I just was like, well, what if I just read these as stories, as esoteric tales? to understand the human condition. Well guys, I got to tell you that unlocked a whole different like world. When you do that, then it's like easy because you're disconnecting yourself from some you know, dogmatic belief system that I have to believe every word literally and you just can disconnect that and you receive the distilled truth in it so much more potently than you do um than you do by trying to read it literally. Can I believe in God? Absolutely. You can believe in God, universe, source, creator, creator code, divine fractal, uh, mind of God, universal intelligence, whatever you want to call him. Uh, He is in spirit and in truth. He's not some physical thing we can see, touch. He's within all things. And we see that in the scriptures. We see that in the message of Christ. That's why I'm committed to the message of Christ here rather than the biblical narrative that I somehow need to stay stuck to because it honestly just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And it and it leaves the common man in such a, a place of nakedness and need and self-loathing and, you know, trying to follow this law, be it the new law of the New Testament within Acts and Romans. Uh, the Pauline doctrines or the old law being the old uh, law of the Hebrew people. So with that said, again, I'm not, you know, you you follow whatever one you want. But for me, I choose that distilled gnosis of the Christ. And that's, for me, what has set me free from a life of addictions and pain and suffering and sin and all these self-inflicted things. Uh, because I began to love my divine self and find Christ within me, and that the kingdom of God is already within me. Uh, there's a beautiful quote that I heard recently that says that Christ is within you, he's within everyone and everything, and no one put him there and I absolutely love that like again, like I don't know how much further you can get away from like the church narrative than to just really believe that all of creation is animated because the light frequency of the Christ is within all we know like we're understanding that within quantum physics and we don't even know what holds it all together uh like your videos robert says thank you very much i appreciate that my friend um uh holly says yes uh thank you very much so with that said um we're gonna get into this but let me finish the uh yeah it's been a while since i live streamed i had a week off so i'm a little little rusty here bear with me but, um, getting into the Old Testament understanding of Adam and Eve. If you read it mythologically, you understand very clearly that Genesis one is obviously a different story, not a different version of the same story, but a different timeline, a different understanding of creation. It's a divine creation. It says made them male and female. And you know, even that word and is not like, <laughs> it's not like in the English language where we're plus oneing something. It's like male female, like one one cosmic entity that is the perfect unity of divine feminine and divine masculine fully bearing the logos of the Christ within, one with God in the beginning, okay? And by the way, that chapter one of Genesis is beautiful because it says, and it was good. 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 You get into chapter two. Now you have the Yahweh Elohim entering the picture and immediately setting out all of these laws, all of these rules. Um, And we're you know, and then you hear about the fall of man. Uh, I call it the escape of man, Uh, the wisdom, the gnosis, the knowledge of the tree of good and evil becoming like yahweh elohim uh they didn't die by the way uh he said they would yet they escape the garden he sends them out curses the land blah 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 uh then he from then on hates things like sorcery magic divination oh really well you got daniel divining you've got joseph divining you have melchizedek you have the magi showing up to christ what's up p2 disc golf Uh, You guys go check out my friends over at P2 Disc Golf, by the way. I love what they're doing over there. I play Frisbee all the time. I'm not affiliated with them or anything. I just like to hook up anybody that's on here. Give them a follow. Um, I'm supposed to go talk with those guys, actually, um, and I totally missed my appointment last week because it's been crazy. Uh, But go check them out. Um, They've got some really cool stuff. They're local here in Amarillo, and I believe they have. You guys that have followed me, I've live-streamed while I'm playing Frisbee out there. Uh, I've done a bunch of videos from the golf course out there. If you're like a spiritual person and you're digging everything that I'm doing here, you will love Frisbee golf. Okay. You can literally play in a park, uh, in your hometown, wherever, and just pick trees and like, you know, pitch towards the trees. It's super easy. Maybe one of these days we'll do like a tutorial on that, but it is one of the most relaxing, most spiritual flow experiences to just go play Frisbee golf. So go check them out. Um, and if you haven't, if you want to know more about playing disc golf, let me know. Um, and I would love to help because I'm, that's not really what my channel's about, but again, it's such a spiritual thing. Like it's just such a flow. You're out in nature, like you're doing something. You got flight involved, like all of these really cool things. What's up, Jason? How are you doing? My friend? Um, Let's see. Uh Eddie, what's up, my brother? Thanks for being here. Sorry I didn't see you come in. Good morning from Las Vegas. What's up from Vegas, man? Um yes, Holly says, but some choose evil. Absolutely. So just getting back into that. Uh seriously, guys, though, play Frisbee golf. I'm dying to go play, and um, you know, it's been cold all week here. You guys want to know how I show up every day and keep doing this every day? It's because I get out every day almost and I go play frisbee and I just stay in that flow. I do yoga. I'm going to do a yoga class soon with you guys. Um I don't know how I'm going to do that yet, um but I definitely want to like help people find that because that is once I started doing that, all of the stuff I'm talking about starts to come to life. And I want to be really clear that everything that I'm doing here is not just I'm not just smart with this stuff, okay? I practice the spirituality that Christ practiced. I practice spirituality of Buddha and Krishna and like these things, the ancient Um, uh, I practice uh, clearing my mind. I practice things like yoga, like literally doing the work guys. And so many people want understanding, but they won't even, they won't even pick up a book and read. They won't even go and do the yoga. Like you got so many people that are afraid of yoga because somehow it's worshiping all these gods or whatever. Guys, it's an ancient art of aligning and yoking yourself to creation. You are unifying yourself with creation. Where is the creator within creation? And it's a beautiful thing. What's up from Denmark? How are you doing? So I'm going to be doing a lot more stuff like that. Um, I'm probably going to add things like uh, yoga equipment and some disc golf stuff to my website just so people have access to it Um, because it's like really you guys want to know what I'm doing here. And that's like 50% of what I'm doing here. If I just sat at home and studied all day and I didn't go out and experience, practice the yoga, uh, practice the the, going and playing frisbee is like so good because I know I'm, I'm totally sprung over frisbee here, but you've got flight involved. You have all these physics involved. You have your mind, your heart, your body, like everything is involved in it. You have to have the right form to throw. Like you can go start anytime. But you really do have to, um, it is a yoga in a sense. Like it's definitely a yoga and I absolutely love it. So good morning from Nazareth and Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. What is up? How are you doing? Um, Walter, thanks for being here. I had a yoga dice ball. It was very interesting. Oh, that's awesome, Steffi. So yeah, like I'm, I'm huge on it. And I'll probably do some lives with just some, you know, beginner yoga stuff. I'm not like a yoga instructor at all. But I'm telling you guys, it makes what I'm talking about come to life. Like it is so simpatico with the teachings of Christ, and and unfortunately we are told over and over and over. And I was growing up somehow yoga is evil. Somehow like all this stuff, like fantasy and all this stuff. Because it's all the same. Like you go play Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons, and you see like the message of the Bible in that. You go do yoga, you see. All of creation within that. You look at the zodiac charts. You see all of creation within that. Within that, the Bible is literally a zodiac chart. Like there are thousands of references in the Bible to the zodiac, to the stars, to understanding the times and the signs and the seasons. They understood that through the zodiac. By the way, you say, well, wait a minute. God hated that. You know, he he destroyed at the Tower of Babel. Well, which God did that, guys? And that's what I'm here with the message of is like, that wasn't Christ, that wasn't Jesus, that wasn't the Father, okay, that was something different, I don't know who that was, or what that was, but it ain't who Jesus was talking about, I'm just telling you guys that, okay, I know that in my heart, like, I feel it, and I have this message, and every day there's something trying to tell me, like, be afraid, be afraid of that Old Testament God, you don't understand, what are you doing, you know, like, and I even have people ask me, like, are you worshiping a different God? Are you are you sure? Are you sure you're not demon-led or whatever? Guys, I have so much fruit in my life now. I tell everyone in this community, if you're if you're digging my message and you're like, this is wild, I've never heard this, welcome. And I just ask you, look at the fruit. Look at the fruit of what we're doing here, what our community has. We have a whole private community. It's not private because it's behind lock and key. It's just a supporter community. It's called the mythos community. It's nine bucks a month. It's how I do what I do, by the way. Like, that is how I do what I do. Um, And that community, there's so many good things happening in that. There's so many good people within that community getting to share what's going on in their life. We're doing regular calls with that community, like audio calls, where I literally sit there and talk with the community. Like, if you guys want to join that, we can actually sit and have a conversation within that community. There's a whole behind-the-scenes video series in there. I go to that community first when I'm testing stuff or have new ideas. Like It really is like the insider community. And again, that's not to put it behind lock and key. It's just that's not like public content that should be pushed out. That's really for people that are like, hey, I love what Cub's doing. I want to support that. If you guys want to do that, it's over at cubcooker.com, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. I'm not trying to sell you anything with that, but it is how I continue to do this full-time. And bring this much-needed message out what is up Annie how are you my friend Tony bossy what is up, my friend original sin is a lie Bob Peck in the house what's up my brother we've got to go live next week go check out Bob Peck original sin is a lie everything I'm talking about this morning is so similar to his message his book is right here go check it out it is absolutely beautiful it's on his profile exchange of energy that's what's up my friend so um I like to shout out all my friends that jump in here. So um but with that said guys, we're just, we're going to jump into John 3 here. There is going to be one discrepancy in here that I do not I do not necessarily corroborate or agree with and um after I was doing research and we started the the book of John, I started it because it was a little bit more easily esoterically read. Uh, but then I started finding out all kinds of stuff. Uh, one thing is like the whole last chapter was added um, after the fact. It doesn't. It was not really even the same writer. It was kind of like you know added to, to tie up loose ends. There's a big consensus among scholars that uh, that last chapter, you know, uh, the, it leaves off, and it's like the perfect ending. And then there's like now a whole another chapter after that. Even the beginning of it. In the beginning was the word. The word is with God. And the word. Uh, all of that John chapter one is, is almost, it just stands out of the document too, almost as like someone trying to prove a point rather than like, tell the story. Um, you cannot disagree with the word of God. Absolutely. Uh, Chris, I do not disagree with the word of God, but I am here to tell you that the Bible is not the word of God. Uh, the Bible is a book, uh, a book created by man with fingerprints all over it. Dirty, dirty fingerprints from thousands of years of manipulation, editing, Uh, The Word of God is the Logos, and we're actually going to talk about that today. That's why on my profile I have Gnosis of the Logos, Uh, and that's really what I do here. I want to help you find the deep esoteric understanding of the Logos, the divine computation or expression of God, which is the living Christ within all things, by the way. We wouldn't even have a life if it weren't for that Christ energy that connects all. Uh, You know, you have Buddha talked about this, Krishna talked about this. Uh, Again, to me, it's all the same energy. These ascended masters were all coming from the same place of life within. Now, uh, for a lot of people, Christ is this physical person, this sacrifice. Now, for me to continue following that, I believe that he was the, the final sacrifice to end the reign of the old gods, to end the reign of the flesh gods on the earth, okay? and return spiritual beings to a spiritual father and that's how i approach it so bob says the books of the uh, new testament are all over the place in terms of authorship yes absolutely and bob knows you know bob has studied more than anybody with this stuff guys so again original sin is a lie uh at original sin is a lie go check out his work um he does a great job of like especially bringing a lot of these eastern philosophies into the message of christ uh, one might say he's a proponent of Gnosticism. He's, he's the biggest defender of Gnosticism, I think is what someone said, Bob. Um, but no, he, he really does. He has some beautiful stuff on his channel. And with that said, uh, there's a verse that we're about to read here. I know it take a while to get to this, but that's kind of what we do. We got to set it up. Then we get into the scripture. Then we're going to talk about it here, uh, where Jesus is talking about the wrath of his father. And this stuck out to me. Because if you do a search, that word is not used, um, in, in that light with Jesus speaking of his father in any of the other canonical gospels that I can find. So Bob says, Gnostics are great. Ha ha ha. Uh, as are all world mystic traditions. Yes, absolutely, brother. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, and I'm a very mystic, I'm a mystic, I'm a light worker, guys, like, that's, you know, I'm not here to bring, like, a church message, I'm here to tie up all the loose ends, try to help everyone internalize these timeless messages that we've missed, and understand, you know, the Christ was the fullness of all of these messages, like, you could think of him as, um, you know, the that distilled oil of all of these messages that had been floating around, and then you had certain traditions that were trying to put under lock and key the actual salvation of people the actual uh you know you got to go buy the sacrifices you got to do all this stuff whether you believe that that god in the old testament was an extraterrestrial god or he was just a means of control for the institution i don't know i can't tell anyone uh because i wasn't there i didn't see him but i can tell you that the god i've served ever since i was a child does not meet the description of the Old Testament God. And in fact, I'm going to have a free document on my website very soon where you can just go through and read all of uh, the different verses that talk about like the ET God versus the, the Spirit God that, that Christ was speaking of. Um, and then you can look at uh, the understanding of what the Holy Trinity originally was. It's a divine mother, a divine father, Which by the way is divine masculine and divine feminine when they are combined into one We're getting into the mystery schools here. Okay when they're combined into one They bear the logos of the son of God Christ said I came to make you sons and daughters of the most high God Uh, The Christ within all of us. Okay, the unity of the divine feminine and the divine masculine Krishna and Radha um, I believe so. Uh, Sir Duke, Sir Duke, you would have to ask Bob on that. He's definitely like understands more of that. I'm just now getting into that. Uh, but really the Gnostic view of the Holy Trinity, the divine mother. So, um, let's see user double O says Trinity isn't real. It's water, blood and Holy, uh, possibly. I mean that, uh, Holy ghost, that's one interpretation of it, but again, the original You go back to, like, the Sumerian. You have to understand all of this stuff came out of, like, the Sumerian, Mesopotamian, like, the cradle of civilization. Uh, And then it spread, like, out into Egypt, and it spread into, uh, you know, where, um, uh, excuse me, into Israel. It spread all over the place, okay? And then you have different mythologies and stories, like, retelling all of that. Uh, Bob says Krishna and Radha are certainly divine masculine, divine feminine. Yes, okay, good. I wanted your your uh, understanding on that bob cuz i've uh, radha is uh brand new to me i'm just now getting into the krishna thing with the bhagavad gita which is a lot to take in by the way it's amazing amazing um and really the setup that the author i'm reading does is about as long as my setups on these videos so uh you know it's a good half of the book before you get into the actual scripture part of it uh, which i haven't even made it to yet i've just had quotes and set up for the actual scripture so um let's see siri uh sir duke says krishna equals christ i don't know yes that's my understanding of it absolutely um so uh bob says uh so glad you're reading the gita uh nice parallels to john yes yes absolutely so we just have to understand guys like this is not these are not separate messages Okay. This is all one stream of consciousness, you know. um, King Solomon said there's nothing new under the sun, and he wasn't just talking about experiences in life. He's talking about like every idea, every part of consciousness is downloading from a universal intelligence. Wherever your roots are are gonna determine the fruit that you bear with that consciousness, okay? We all have access to the same God consciousness, or Christ consciousness, how do you get to god okay christ taught the christ consciousness okay you serve others you love the lord your god above all else you love your neighbor as yourself by the way love yourself okay we've been taught within all of these traditions you know don't love yourself love god like well then you got a lot of people that have addictions a lot of people that hate themselves a lot of people that are hard on themselves a lot of people that struggle with all kinds of issues But when you love yourself because you go, I am divine, I am part of God. The kingdom of God is within me. I am the freaking temple here. Sorry for the language here if you expected a church service, but... Yeah, a lot of anger in the world, absolutely. Now, when you're trying to reconcile an angry God of the Old Testament and somehow believe that Christ bought you back from his angry daddy, that's a problem, guys. And that's a really easy way to manipulate people long term because you hold jesus you hold the commodity of jesus look at what we went from making sacrifices to that god to oh jesus is a sacrifice well now you got to still confess to the holier and i'm you guys know what i'm talking about here rome that tradition just all the way 2000 years you think well my church isn't a roman no yeah okay it all is guys it all is Those 66 books we have in our Bible are there for a reason. I've got another Bible over here that has 88 books. There's some that have a hundred and something books in them. Beautifully said, Bob says. Um, Let's see. uh, Glad I'm listening. Yes, thank you for being here, Sir Duke. Um, I finally got your name right. Um, So, again, enough setup. Let's read the text. You guys know where I'm coming from with this. Uh, John chapter three, I'm reading in the world English Bible top off with a little coffee there. We got to have the coffee on a Sunday morning. Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to him by night and said, rabbi, uh, we know that you're a teacher come from God. For no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. So Nicodemus is coming to Christ in the middle of the night going, yeah, copyright free. That's what's up. Uh, Jesus answered him. Most certainly, I tell you, unless one is born anew, he can't see God's kingdom. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, most certainly, I tell you, unless one is born of water and spirit, he cannot enter into God's kingdom. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Don't marvel that I, at what I said to you. You must be born anew. The wind blows where it wants to, and you hear its sound, but you know where it comes from, but you don't know where it comes from and where it is going. So is everyone who is born of the spirit. Okay. Now this is deep guys. We're going to dig in here deep. Okay. Uh, no, Annie, I haven't watched the chosen yet. I'm sorry. I don't even know what it's on. I need to find it. Um, Annie wants me to watch the chosen and I definitely need to over the holidays here. Okay. So born anew, what does that even mean? Well, one might easily argue that this is reincarnation, the, the ancient tradition of reincarnation. Um, and as you learn, as you burn karma, you are reincarnated into a new karmic imprint or or what was left of your karmic imprint. Um, and then you have the opportunity to ascend the born of water and the spirit. What does that mean? Well, you're born of flesh once, Okay. Like, you're all born of that, but being born of water and spirit means that your spirit is like, wait a minute, okay, I'm a spiritual being, wait a minute, I'm part of God, wait a minute, I I, I have the entire creative power of the kingdom of God within me. Uh, Jason says it's on Peacock, uh, awesome. Bob says, born again, quote unquote, is such a beautiful mystic language that was nabbed by the Orthodox. Um, yes, it's a transformation, exactly, Bob, exactly. Now, we've turned it into, you know, go get dunked at church and everything. And now you're born again and blah, blah, blah. Does that work for some people? Sure. But for me, guys, for me, what is water other than it carries information? Okay. If you've if you've followed any of the experiments where they freeze water, uh, Dr. Emoto, some people call that pseudoscience, whatever. You can literally do it yourself. And and watch the results. It's pretty wild. Uh, you can speak love to water. And it will freeze with beautiful fractals. And if you play like angry music around it. It will freeze with really like. Creepy looking you know like random patterns. So. With that said. You know what is water other than a transmitter of information. Now there is something. Why do I always get a download in the shower. Like God always downloads intelligence into me in the shower. Um or gnosis, if you will, well, I'm in water, I'm in the perfect medium to transmit that data to me, okay, water is so smart, guys, I believe it's a voice, absolutely, user says, Uh, snowflakes too, yes, sir, Duke, absolutely, minerals and stuff in water, Um, be like water, says Bruce Lee, yeah, absolutely. So there's something deeper than that. Deanna says it's an energy. Absolutely. Jeff Thompson, what's up, my friend Joanne? What's up? Bambino, what is up? How are you doing? Uh a cleanse of old thoughts? Absolutely. I drink tons of water and I read cards. Uh awesome. Awesome. Uh yeah, that's right, Missy. Yes. Uh you're a medium as well. Uh helps clarity. Absolutely. Um, you know, and I want to get deep with this because what does it mean to be born again okay it's not just an emotional transformation if you look at the four yogas the yoga of your thoughts the yoga of your emotions the yoga of your actions and the yoga of your energies okay energies is something most people in the west we don't even think about where the mind goes energy flows okay mc yogi says that he's got a brand new album out go check it out if you're into yoga uh, where the mind goes energy flows. So as I do yoga, I can focus my energy on the heart I can focus my mind on the heart and I can feel energy pumping from it I can focus my mind on my third eye and I feel energy pumping to it and I get more visualization around it if I want to feel more peace I focus on the heart if I want to focus on wellness, I focus on the gut Uh, you know, cause this stuff works guys. It's not just like it's, it's literally mind over matter in the, in the most real sense because matter isn't even real. Uh, mind is all there is. All of these energies is all there is anyway. We know that scientifically. And why are we still playing physically in the flesh when we know we have a hell of a lot more, excuse me. Now I can't monetize that video. Sorry. Uh, I try to be good on here, but, um, we know we have a heck of a lot more potential, guys. A heck of a lot more potential than we're given credit for. And that's just that is what it is. So we're not bodies with souls. We're souls with bodies. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're only renting this. You're just renting it. Uh, when I read of Abraham uh, or of Adam and Eve, I think of uh, consciousness and subconscious needed to be aligned with Christ. Very good. Absolutely. Um so we could get into that all day long, but you can't really understand that unless you understand Eastern mysticism. And that's, that's what I'm discovering. Like we don't in the West have a clue what Jesus was talking about because we don't have any of the traditions of the water. We don't have any of the traditions of the spirit, the Ruach. Um, And he says, so is it with everyone who is born of the spirit, the wind blows where it wants to, you hear its sound. Kate, Why is it that we got people on here who are mediums, tarot card readers? We have um, astrologers here. Okay, why is it that we can do all of that? It's a spiritual gift, guys. Because the spirit moves us. Because we're in spirit. Okay, people may look and they go, ah, that that person's like super ADD or that person's whatever. They think they can blah blah blah. You know, the, the flesh is never going to understand because it may look like we're just. But guys, it's, it's God's moving us. God's source, universe, intelligence, the Ruach, the spirit is moving us. Okay. Uh, I heard somewhere that Jesus went to learn Eastern stuff. Absolutely. Sir Duke. Um, you got how many, what? 20 something years of the life of Christ missing out of the Bible. Where did he go? Uh, there's a great theory that I love, uh, Yes, absolutely, Bob. Happily pointing to Yogananda, to those unfamiliar, a yoga master and writer who love Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. I'm starting to learn. By the way, Bob, you, you totally turned me on to Yogananda. Uh, starting to learn, and I listened to some videos the other day, some of the old recordings. Oh my gosh, guys. You want to understand the message of Jesus a whole lot better? Go listen to some Yogananda recordings on YouTube. Uh, Y-O-G-A-N-A-N-D-A. Um, and Bob quotes a ton of those teachings. Uh, But guys, we just, it's so hard to understand the teachings of Christ when we don't understand Eastern mysticism because that's where he was coming from. And there's a huge theory, conspiracy, whatever you want to call it. You know, that's not what my channel is about, but that he went to India and Nepal and studied under these yogic masters, uh, the mystic arts, the mystic masters. Um, And, there's also a theory and some evidence to back up the idea from what I've read, do your own research, people, do your own research, that Jesus was crucified on a cross, and it wasn't just common criminals that were that were crucified, it was really held for people who were magicians, who practiced magic, sorceries, divination, things like that, that Rome absolutely did not want, by the way, the God of the Old Testament didn't want that either, why? Because it connects you with source. It connects you with creator. You begin to bear forth the kingdom of God within you, which is, yeah, exactly. Uh, Now, there's a difference between the dark mystic arts and the the mystic arts of the light. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. When I'm in the world, there is light in the world. Um, And so if you bear forth the Christ within those practices, then what's the problem? Everybody's like, well, Satan masquerades as an angel of light. Well, of course he does, okay? Okay. Because that's really convenient to say that. And every time anyone's manifesting good fruit and they read cards or uh, they practice, you know, essential oils, some people say, you know, oh, now all of a sudden they're practicing sorcery or whatever. Like, there's a big difference. You guys have to understand. We don't even understand the differentiations. Someone can be a devout follower of Christ and read cards. I'm sorry, guys. Like, that's just, it. it it's... That's part of the giftings. Look at the people that followed Christ. Like, look at the Essenes. Look at Mary Magdalene. They practiced energy healing. They practiced uh, divination. You have all through the Bible. Thank you guys for the roses. Thank you, Annie. God bless you. Uh, It's what you do with it. It's a tool, okay? You can use a hammer to unalive someone, or you can build a house with it. Um, And I'm I'm just here to like, let's just demystify all this stuff. Quit being afraid of it. Maybe you could be so in alignment with the Christ energy in your life that you're not afraid of misusing this stuff because you're pouring forth love out of your life. You are manifesting good fruit and you're tapping into your spiritual gifts. (sighs) What a mind-blowing concept. What if we were actually so in tune with the Christ energy that we weren't afraid to use the mystic tools that we were given? Let me say that again. What if we were so in tune with the Christ consciousness, the frequency of love, light, unity, renewal, healing, openness, and bearing good fruit that we weren't afraid to use the mystic tools that God has given us? Uh, Why do you need to label uh, connecting to that is... Uh, no disrespect at all. It just labels me limit perspectives. Sorry if I labeled anything, Joey. Um, I'm not really sure what you're referring to. I talk so fast. Sometimes it's hard to remember what I say. I just start flowing on this stuff. So, um, but sorry if I labeled anything, um, whatever you want to call it, you know, Christ consciousness, uh, love the frequency of love. If you don't want to put the label on it of Christ. Uh, We understand that is like the same energy. It's the same uh, entity. You know, everything, all energy is a being and all beings are energy, right? Okay. So you think of like the frequency of love, the Christ, whatever you want to call it, being kind of a wavelength that you step into, you align yourself with, you start using all these gifts in that frequency, then you're manifesting the fruit of the kingdom of God in this world. You're literally building the kingdom of God. Um, because Jesus said over and over and over, the kingdom does not come with visible signs. The kingdom of God is within you. So if anyone ever tells you other than that, that's where I have a problem with it. Now, this, this often leads into the debatable. Well, what about revelation? We're seeing that unfolding now guys. revelation is a cyclical prophecy. Okay. It happened already. And it's happening over and over and over again to remind every single generation that Christ is coming upon the clouds of self within self, okay? John had an insane trip in a cave and saw all of this stuff. And we want to read it literally, but you got Christ himself saying, none of this is literal. Sir Duke says my man's preaching. Amen. Absolutely. Sorry. I gotta, I gotta preach a little bit. It's Sunday, right? Um, and so guys, that's where I, I look at Revelation now. We're gonna do an esoteric reading of the book of Revelation, I promise you. Um, and it's gonna be good and it's gonna be deep, and it's gonna break everything you think you know about the coming of the kingdom of God. Okay, big hubs, hugs, and love. Thank you very much, Fountain. I appreciate that. Uh, What pact did Cain make with Satan? We'll get into that later. Um, That's all like a whole lot of Old Testament mythology. We'll get into that Um, because Satan's not who we think he is in the Old Testament, by the way. Um, I don't believe so. And I've got a whole video uh, called uh, Yaldabaoth, the Beast God. Go check that out. I think there's five episodes in that series. It's on my YouTube channel. Go check that out, and then we'll talk more about... uh, Your eyes will be open, I believe, to what's really going on with this Satan character in the Old Testament. So, um, Nicodemus answered him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you a teacher of Israel and you don't understand these things? Most certainly, I tell you, we speak that which we know and testify of that which we have seen and you don't receive our witness. What does that sound like, guys? What does that sound like? We've got a psychic in here. There's people in here who see ETs all the time, UFOs. we got people who uh, have literally walked the spirit realms. We have people here who have downloads right here. Every day from, from source, from creator, from father. And we testify to things which we see and experience, and yet no one believes us. Let that sink in for a second. And by the way, if anyone's listening and, and you, you meet a psychic medium, especially one that is in the Christ frequency, one that is in... The frequency of love and unity and, and glory to the Father. Maybe listen for two seconds. Maybe don't go, that's evil. The Bible says that. Maybe don't pass judgment on them. Maybe they have something to say. Every day, testimonies are important, Annie says. Yes, absolutely. What do I think happens after death? Preston asks. that's a great question. Um honestly, I don't think it's anything new. Uh this is something I've always struggled with. I've always been terrified of death. Um hated going to funerals as a kid. I mean, who who likes them? I mean, really, come on. Um never wanted to be around an unalived body. Like I just I oh, I can't I can't do it. I um I we found a unalived dog on a fishing trip that I went on with my friend and I, I just stumbled across it. I was walking through the the wooded area while we were fishing, you know, and um stumbled across it and it had been there a little while. It was absolutely terrifying. Absolutely. And it you can feel the lack of life in it because then that entity then now becomes a shell and it's just organic matter. It's just Like the the animation that's in it, the life that's in it, the Christ energy within it, animating it, is gone. Uh, Where did that go? Well, it's still here. It's still within all creation. And by the way, it may have been immediately born as another puppy or a squirrel. Do we know? No. But Jesus is literally talking about being born again, okay? He's not talking about coming out of the same mother into the same life, but maybe a recycling of that energy, okay? Maybe it's on other worlds that we don't know about. Again, this is all what if, guys. I don't know. But I know if you – there's a documentary on Netflix called – I can't remember – The Edge or something like that. It's about near-death experiences. These people that have them – There's one lady that was talking. She was on the table like DOA for I don't know how long. And there was no action in her brain like done. And she had this vivid, vivid experience of being more alive than she ever has. And it wasn't this like experience of like, oh, I met Jesus in a shiny robe. It was like I met these entities and like I was free and... You know, like I had these conversations and all these downloads and all these things made sense and I was going to a new place and like, then she came back and the doctors are like, there's no way you even had that consciousness because well now neurobiologists are still trying to figure out where consciousness is localized. They can't agree on that. Even watch the big bang theory. Amy Farrah Fowler is a neurobiologist and she, you know, one of the things she's trying to figure out is consciousness localized or is it non-local? Is it somewhere else? Come on, guys. It's all there. Like, the ancient sciences and the modern sciences are not saying anything different than each other. Just nobody wants to accept what it really is. That's the biggest problem. Uh, Let's see some good comments over here. He talks about us getting new bodies. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Glorified bodies, even. Uh, So it's like, you know, we don't know. Do we return to this planet? Another one? Do we, you know, is there another realm of reality that we get to manifest in? I don't know. I mean, people want to know that all the time. Here's the deal. The only way that you can find some peace in that is understand the Eastern mysticism, understand the message of Christ, understand all of these different traditions. How do they work together? What is man's common understanding and experience? What is the experience of the data? Here's how... I struggle with a lot of the stuff in the new and the old testament because look at zelda back here y'all see her she's just playing zelda are you playing she's like oh daddy when you get into it i love it she likes playing but guys you know for me I, that that's part of what has driven my seeking in this is i was tired of believing stuff that didn't Help me, okay? Let me say that again. I was tired of believing stuff that didn't help me. Limiting belief systems. Limiting belief systems. The ones that didn't provide me with relief of my anxiety. The ones that didn't provide me with loving myself where I actually wanted to stay around here and help other people. The ones that didn't make me want to help the man on the corner because that man is me. Let me say that again. You drive by a homeless person. Does your heart bleed for them because they're you? How can it when you've been told not to even love yourself? You're supposed to love a bearded man on a cloud or Jesus who is not around anymore, but he's within you. I'm just saying, guys, like we have, what have we done? We've put the flesh back on the gospel and we're trying to move forward with that. And it doesn't set people free. It doesn't help people love others. And I love you. And I'm saying this in all love. I've got plenty of people on here. I literally have pastors on here. I love you. But what does it say right here? Most certainly, I tell you, we speak that which we know, and we testify of that which we have seen, and you do not receive our witness. you got a lot of people teaching theory, theology, doctrine, and dogma. I don't care what tradition you come from. It's happening everywhere. And you got a handful of people speaking from experience. I wanted to experience it. I asked God to experience it. I agreed to give up everything I was comfortable with and move to a house in a city I was not comfortable living in. I lived out in the country. I had all the toys in the garage, all the freedom. Now I'm in the city. I got a train to go by every day. But I set up this nice little Zen studio that I'm in. Love is the key, Joey says. Amen. Eastern mystics have many of the truths revealed clearly to the Hebrews, but not clear on all Christ the Messiah. Yeah, absolutely, Samuel, absolutely. Um, And so with that, it's up to you to put two and two together. I can't do it for you. I'm bringing this message from experience. I speak because of that which is within me, okay? One of Sada gurus, if you guys listen to him at all, One of his quotes recently is someone asked him, how did you learn to be a yogi? And he said, I didn't. I am a yogi. He's a yogi because he's a yogi. Because ever since he was a kid, he questioned everything. He saw things that others didn't. He saw patterns of God that others didn't because he was willing to stop, look, and listen. Why do we do that at a stoplight, but we don't do that for God? User OO says, by the way, I love your content. Thank you very much. Don't forget to follow. These algorithms are horrible about pushing my content out lately, so share with friends. I'm on all the platforms. All of them are linked in my profile over there, so don't forget to follow me there just because I can't guarantee you'll see me again with all of these algorithms going around. So." sir duke says that was deep bro yeah it is that's why i do this guys that's why we get into this we get in so deep we get our hands dirty with this this is you this is not something you do on the weekends and then go to your job on monday and hope you get to buy a big house next week we have people on here that your spirituality is all that matters melissa what's up my friend how are you doing Love you guys. Miss y'all. This is not a weekend warrior search. This is daily. Okay, we've all lost people this year. Friends, family members even. I almost lost my mom last year. That didn't just make me look for more success. That didn't make me look for whatever. Like We go through these trials and it pushes us deep into the roots of our faith. And I'm not talking about faith in a Bible or in a preacher or a denomination or even just spirituality. I'm talking about the practice. Okay, like let's stop. Let's strip everything away. God, I give everything up that does not serve my understanding, my ascension, my ability to help others and myself. My ability to work through all of this insanity, what our world's going to be going through over the next Between now and 2030, if y'all don't see it being laid out, I can't help you. And again, I'm not here to be conspiratorial. I'm just saying you're going to need something bigger than a book or a doctrine or a dogma. If you don't have the gnosis of the Christ, I'm not even going to finish that sentence but you can be looking for it real soon. Annie says yes. Bob says integration, heart's on fire and ohm. Amen. And that's why I'm telling you guys, go and practice what I'm talking about. I'm going to lead some yoga classes on here. I am not a yoga expert. I literally don't even do real poses. I just do my own made up BS, okay? But it works. It works. I did it yesterday. I did an hour and a half session and I totally lost track of time. I just, you're creating, projecting, and receiving energy. It's the yin, the yang. It's the female, the masculine. It's everything. Like, again, I'm not here to share a message. I'm here to unlock something in people. This isn't about a message. This isn't something I can just, you know, write on a piece of paper and go, here's the secret of life. Like I'm speaking from experience and every day I experience something new with this and I'm going to continue to pour out that which is already within me. In the Gnostic gospel of Thomas, Yeshua says, that which is within you, if you bring it forth, will save you. If you do not bring it forth, it will condemn and destroy you. And to me, that is the message of the gospel boiled down into one line. The kingdom of God is within you. If you do not bring it forth and tap into it, that's up to you. Joanne says, I need this so much now. Thank you very much. Drew, what's up, my friend? That may, uh, that means talk about it. Yes, absolutely. Um, User OO says, amen. Annie says, you open the door. Absolutely. What time is it? Oh, it's lunchtime. I think I'm going to stop there and we'll continue in verse 16. Let's see. Um, actually we're going to continue. I didn't even get as far as I thought I did. We're going to continue in verse 12, John 3:12. next week, next Sunday. We'll continue this because man, there's a lot more meat to get into here. Um, Sir Duke says, I like you guys. Thank you. Yeah, you'll love the community, Sir Duke. Check it out. If you want to dive deeper into the community, we have a free Facebook group, by the way, that's linked over in my bio. I can't say that. The bio, woo. But yes, it's over there in my bio. You can uh, join the free Facebook group. And if you want to join uh, as a supporter and get a lot smaller group and actual like calls with me, behind the scenes content, stuff like that. Join the Mythos supporter group. Okay, that's the only thing I'm pushing right now. I want to go all in on that group. I'm working on like maybe a platform with more yoga and meditation practices, but that's going to be for a whole later time. I need help with that. I need I need to hire an assistant. I need a studio to really do all that. Right now, I'm going to be so all in on that Mythos community. I don't want to leave them for nothing. Like that they they are the reason that I'm here doing this for you guys today. So, if you like that, go check that out and like I said, we're going to do a call this week. We get on like an audio call or a live stream. You don't have to turn your camera on, but I can bring you back and forth and literally hear what's going on with you. We can talk through stuff like it's just a really cool. Annie says we love you. Thank you, Annie. I appreciate it. Annie's a part of that. Um we've got uh there's a bunch of other people in here that are a part of that. So, um, but yeah, it's a really cool community. We just got it started. Um, also if you want any of my t-shirts I've got, I don't even have it now. I, I posted it yesterday with me doing yoga in it. If you want any of those t-shirts, be it the yoga t-shirts. Melissa Lee, thank you very much. I'm going to join ASAP. God bless you. I love you. Thank you for being here. Joanne, God bless you. Thank you for being here. Uh pray for me, light healers. Joanne, we will pray for you right now, sending you sending you love and high vibrations, my friend. Um so the t-shirts, if you want one before Christmas, like order now. And I mean that you can get there's a 30% off coupon at the top. Just copy that code, go order. 30% is a lot off of those shirts. Okay, it's gonna knock a lot off of that. But you, hopefully we'll get it in time for Christmas. I can't guarantee it, but I know like December 1st will probably be the cutoff to get it by Christmas. I can't promise it, but Melissa says, Ordered a shirt. Awesome. Thank you very much. Um, which one did you order, Melissa? I'd love to know. Uh, the Divine Feminine has been really popular. That one's a beautiful shirt for the ladies. It's just a really like organic, abstract depiction of like a Divine Feminine goddess just to remember that divine feminine. I love that shirt. Uh, those are premium, premium, like, uh, combed cotton. They are super nice. The yoga shirts are the more expensive ones, but they're the all over print. That's how you tell which one's like for the yoga and biking, hiking, uh, which one's for every day. So like the ones with like graphic, that's like right here, is going to be the everyday. And then the yoga ones are like the all over print. I'm wearing a tie dye one. I wish I could sell these, but I can't make enough of these to sell them. So uh thank you, Bob. God bless you, my brother. Happy Sunday. Thank you for being here, my friend. Um, I'll hit you up. Let's like, let's do something this week. If you have time, Um, I'm collaborating with sons of God ministries Wednesday night, starting this week. We're going through the whole old Testament. Um, who is the the Yahweh of the Old Testament? Uh, oh, the Kingdom Within T. Awesome, awesome. Good for you. Yeah, that one's beautiful too. That one has Christ meditating. Bob, you'll love that one. It's Christ meditating, bearing light from within. He's just sitting on top of a mountain. Super, super cool looking. Uh, yes, let's do it because um, we got to get your book out there. I want to have you on. I want my audience to hear from you because you've got. Another piece of this message I'm sharing, and I would love love, love to just pour that out to the community. so we'll do that this week one night this week, guys um I love you all, thank you for being here. Thank you for your support. I love that I get to do this um just continue to like, comment, share, subscribe, all the good stuffs um uh, I'm gonna be pushing a lot more short videos out too more around faith, spirituality, and paranormal, how it all works together. As we continue to try to grow this community so we can do really cool big things, so I can go out and see Bob in Austin. We got other people out there. We've got our own little um, spiritual TikToker group going right now, too. So we're getting to meet up and share ideas and stuff. So I'm hoping we can actually get a bunch of these people together as this grows and gets big enough to maybe do like an in person meetup somewhere or a mini conference or a summit or something cool like that. So anyway, I love you guys. Y'all have a beautiful afternoon. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, all the answers to your questions are over on my website, www.cubcooker.com. D thank you for being here. My friend, God bless you. Uh, Jason, what's up buddy. Thank you for being here. I didn't see you earlier. Uh, thank you for being here. Um, and let's see who else did I miss? Sir Duke. Thank you missy k thank you matt green thanks for being here uh drew thank you for being here i love you guys you all have a beautiful day happy 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 sunday love and light melissa absolutely thank you guys y'all y'all go be peace to people let me tell you one more story before i sign off this is for anyone that stayed this is from sada guru's book and i want to share this okay because this is gonna def- this is going to wrap up this message so he told a story in one of the beginnings of the chapters. I'm reading his book, Karma, right now by Um uh, There's a yogi. He goes out into the forest, and he's going to practice his spirituality and do the ancient sound of Om. and he's going to do this for several days. Well, he, he figures out that, well, hey, there's no food in the forest. I've got to walk back and forth. So it was distracting him from his spirituality he was having to go into the city, get food, come back, then set back up in the tree and you know, get back into position and it was just really breaking up his flow. Um I'll answer that in just a second Annie, sorry. Um whoop, too many things going on. Um and so it's breaking up his flow speaking of that. Um and he saw an injured fox and he looks down from the tree and sees the injured fox and uh, he notices a lion walking up and he goes, oh, this, this lion's going to eat the injured fox. Well, the lion drops food, drops a, a, a small animal at the feet of the injured fox. The injured fox is able to eat, get strength and heal and walk away. And the yogi realizes a deep message about this, that if God will provide even from a predator to what could be prey, then how much more would God provide for him? You guys recognize that type of story that Christ talked about with the birds of the field? And so he's, um, he's, he's meditating on this, and he's like, I'm just going to go all in and be spiritual, and God will bring me food. And so he's waiting, he's waiting, he's waiting. Well, on day seven, he's so weak he can barely even breathe. And another yogi is walking by, and he goes, what did you do to put yourself in this position? And the man said, well, I had a deep revelation that God was going to bring me food because and he told him what had happened with the lion and the fox. And the other um, yogi walking through the forest said, well, maybe you misinterpreted the message. Maybe rather than being the injured fox, you could be the lion and go out and give food to others. And so what a beautiful depiction of what is spirituality. Of course, it's important to practice it. But it's also important to, pract- important to practice being the lion, being the lion that gave. Like, where does grace come from? That was another thing he he tackled in his book. What? It, where is the grace of God? It's within you and me. Be the grace of God to someone else. I love you. Have a beautiful day. I'll see you tomorrow on the live stream. Love you guys. Annie, I'll stay on here. I'm going to finish this over here. So Annie was asking, where do you get info on the Mythos group? It's over at cubcooker.com. www.cubcooker.com. And let me finish this one. Never delete. Um cubcooker.com and it's under you you can't miss it it's got the logo on it and then it says mythos supporter community so you can go grab that over there uh sir duke thank you very much for your support too i hope you love it um and we're looking forward to seeing you in there so we we literally have somebody joining like every day or two on there so it's a really i mean it's uh there's a lot less people in there for me to like you know um now when it gets to be thousands of people Um, which it needs to be to continue moving this mission forward, but we'll probably add like another tier or another option or something at that point to just distill it down and continue growing the financial side of it with that. But, um, I don't want like the $9 a month memberships for that. I'm going to probably have to cut those off at a certain point just to keep the community size manageable, and then go up on that monthly price now, not for anyone that's already joined, but maybe for new people. So, not sure how I'm going to um, how I'm gonna you know separate that when it happens. But you guys that get in now at the nine dollar will always have uh, always have that price. It won't change for you unless you cancel. So. Uh, I'm going live on TikTok, by the way, I'm not going live on YouTube yet. I'm, I'm almost 5,000 followers on YouTube. We're at 140,000 here and almost 250,000 on Facebook guys. I'm mind blowing. Um, but when I get to 10,000 on YouTube, which hopefully will be by the end of this year, we will see God willingly. Uh, I'll start going live on YouTube as well. But I will have to buy another device for that, which gets to be a whole nother mount and all the stuff, Um, which I'm totally cool with doing. But I just want to make sure that like that community is paying for that, basically, because these things are not cheap. The iPad that I'm streaming on is a twelve hundred dollar piece of kit. Um, So, you know, this is not cheap. And then I've got an iMac and an iPhone. And so I need like another iPhone or an iPad mini or something to just run another stream. There are services that do multi-streaming, but they don't do TikTok, they don't do Instagram, Um, and all of these platforms, especially Facebook, right now, are rewarding you for just doing the mobile live stream. I've tried doing like the uh, back and forth live stream where like you go through a software, and I get like maybe a one hundredth of the interaction on Facebook and some of these other platforms as I do if I just go live on like an actual device. So, I don't know why their algorithms are set up that way, but I think it's just to differentiate like someone who's running more of like a professional business versus someone who's actually engaging with a community. And that's really what I want to keep this, guys. That's why um when I ask for support and I push that, it's not to try to get rich off of this. I want to keep doing this and I don't want to have to monetize ways That other people do like I would love to do a a paid platform that's like a a knowledge base or a yoga class or something one day but um, that distracts me from the content which is really why I'm here I'm here to so you guys see me every day on TikTok so you see me every day in the mythos group so that you see me like that's what this is doing I'm a content creator okay I'm not a course creator I'm a content creator and that's what I'm doing and that's why I think the mythos group is one of the most powerful, more intimate ways we can interact because it gives you more access to me than you have like on the public forums. Cause let's be real guys. I get thousands of comments a day and I really try to focus on the mythos group comments the first part of the day and the last part of the day, just making sure I don't miss anything. With that said, there's still—I mean, there's hundreds of comments that I miss a day on these other platforms, and that's not because I'm lazy. It's like I'm one person, and I do my best to go through and answer. But by the time I make more content and run the group and all the stuff, and make shirts and all these things, uh, and oh, in research on top of that, you know, all this, all this stuff that you like hearing, um, I still have to do some research. It's not like I spend hours a day, but I do. I do pour through it, you know, and I pray and meditate and practice all of this that I'm talking about. So uh, that's really just for you guys live on TikTok right now. Um, I ended the Facebook stream, but um, that's that's really my plan. Just so you guys know. And I've got a lot of mythos people here still. So just to kind of give you a heads up, I'm really focused on the mythos group now. I want to grow that. I want to have a lot more people. You guys that have joined first in there will get special badges as we grow it even though I'm going to keep the price the same and everything. uh, New members will still be members. They'll have access to everything. But by me giving you badges, you guys that are the most interacting within that community, I'm going to see your comments first. I will be able to interact with you more, and you'll be the ones that I'll bring on live first, like, you know, for the live streams and the calls. Facebook's taking away the calls, by the way, which was the coolest thing. We just did that call. And they're like, oh, by the way, in January 23, you won't be able to do these live calls anymore. And I'm like, why? Uh, well, they did that to compete with, um, I can't even remember what that audio platform was. You know, it was real popular this last year in 2020, and 22. And now it's kind of gone away. So um, they they did that audio thing. But the way we're going to address that is I'm just going to do a live stream in that group and I'll be able to add people. So, uh, you'll be able to just like raise your hand in there and I can add you and bring you on live. And if you don't want to use your camera, you can just turn your camera off and, and use the audio, but so it'll be like another live stream, but it'll be one that you can actually sit there and talk back and forth with me, which will be really cool. So, um, uh, let's see. Yeah. We're going to talk about, uh, McGraves, uh, the Mount Sinai summit, um, probably in fact we may talk about that with the mythos group this week. Um I may address that publicly. I'm I'm a little leery to do that because I definitely I try to be open and loving to like all walks of faith here and you start looking at that and that can easily go into places that I just I don't want to offend anyone and I'm not trying to censor myself but I want this platform to grow and be you know very agreeable with all the algorithms and everything because let's face it if I'm one of these truth warriors that has just spouting conspiracies all the time then that's never going to work out because it's just going to continue to cause problems with strikes and stuff on my accounts and so again I'm approaching this in a universalist manner and I believe that's the best way for this message to get out there but with that said the mythos community is where I can share a little bit more of my opinions about stuff like that so uh to an extent i still had to follow those rules as well but until we grow it to the point where i can build an off-platform space on our own coded website which is possible we're going to do that once we get to a certain amount um, and and i can fund it because it's not cheap um then we can you know we can do more stuff like that in there but but for now i think the facebook is the the perfect place for this community everybody has facebook anyway metaverse is coming hopefully they'll translate all those groups into metaverse and we can sit there with our goggles on and do metaverse or or on our devices like this so um uh i go live at 11 a.m tomorrow by the way and then i'm going to be doing collaborations in the evening so i'm going to one podcast a day and more short videos a day That's not just the 60 second videos, but more like the three to five and even 10 minute videos where I get deeper on a subject um, in lieu of the twice daily podcast. I'm going to try that and see what it does for our growth, because that's ultimately what we're doing. Like we want to get this message to more people. We need to grow it. And growth has been really slow lately. And I know it's the holidays and stuff, but I've focused so much on the podcast. I want to do one like hour and a half podcast a day, probably like a 90 minute podcast. Because realistically, you guys, if you don't join live, you're listening in the evening and you're not listening to two of them. I mean, I can see the analytics and I can tell that very few people are like grabbing both episodes a day. It's like, hey, let's catch Cubs episode and they pick which one. And if I just have one a day it makes more sense that we might get more views on that one. So we're going to see, we're going to try that. I want to serve the community. So Uh, Sir Duke, thanks for being here, brother. Uh, Jason, thank you for being here. Annie, thank you for being here. So that's kind of a community update. There you go. So um, just so you guys are aware of what I'm doing, that will create less stress on me to do two live streams a day and just give me, more of the afternoon to pour out ideas through the shorter videos to bring more people to it and then i can schedule collaborations in the evening and maybe do more of those like a couple of nights a week Um, i'm doing the one with uh, sons of god ministries on wednesday nights through december talking about authentic magic in the bible and how do we begin to activate practice and understand that esoteric magic that was so deeply embedded in the message of christ uh the essenes Mary Magdalene, all of the stuff, and the Magi, specifically leading to Christmas. We're going to look at all of that, the astrology behind it. It's going to be a good, good series with him. So uh, really looking forward to that. But uh, that should open up doors for me to do more of this content and you know, get some of the shorter videos out there for new people to come into the community. And as we grow it, we'll see where it goes. And we may go back to two a day at some point if I feel like that the message needs that. But right now I think that the one podcast today and lots of short videos and more interaction in the mythos community is what I need to focus on. So, cause mythos, like I said, I talked with my wife yesterday and the number one thing I'm doing here is creating content and taking care of my community. And that's where if I'm not focused on pushing content out to new people, doing a great podcast every day and really taking care of the mythos community, then I think I'm missing the mark if I'm trying to go make a paid platform that I'm not even involved in beyond the videos. Like I really want to focus on the communal aspect. I think that's what separates me from other creators like me is I'm just hands on in there doing the work beyond that. I think that God will monetize this through maybe partnerships, um, collaborations, like whatever, you know, even through just the platforms I really don't like running ads on these. I've already had a few complaints on YouTube. Just so you guys know, uh, just to be super candid, I'm monetized on YouTube. I was so excited. I thought it was going to be like, you know, bringing in another little extra paycheck from that. And in almost three weeks of being monetized on YouTube, I've only made less than $20, less than $20. And you guys know what everything costs now. So, um, and I've already had people complain because there's, you know, video, like you're trying to watch the podcast and it's like commercial, 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 commercial. So I'm like, at what point is that even worth it for me financially if I'm just distracting people from the content? I don't know. I have some thinking to do about that. So if you guys notice too many ads on those, let me know, like, if you feel like it's too much. I don't know if this person was just complaining or if there really are. I can't really see him because it's my account. So. But if you guys notice and it's it's detrimental to the content, let me know. With that, I'll have to push Mythos memberships more, which is fine. I think that's really where the value of what we're doing is. I'm just spitballing here, guys. I need to go. I'm going to meet my mom for lunch. So, uh, But anyway, I hope that helps. Give you a little behind the scenes. So, yeah, ads on my YouTube channel, Annie. So, like, um, just like some of these other, like TikTok, I get paid a little bit to put videos on here by TikTok. Um, and then I get support through the community and through the memberships and t-shirt sales. That's a big way. Um, you know, I, I'm monetized on Facebook and Instagram and all the platforms tend to pay better than YouTube. YouTube has been, obviously I have a smaller following there, but YouTube has proven to be a really high barrier to entry to even start making money. I had to have a ton of watch hours, a certain amount of followers, all this stuff. Once I finally met that I got uh, accepted and then now they're putting ad- I maxed out the amount of ads that they would put and I thought it would maybe be, you know, 3 or 4 per hour episode. Well, apparently it's more like 10 or 20 and I'm only making, you know, pennies, pennies per, you know, it's like it's crazy. Uh and so it's distracting from the content if I'm cutting out for an ad all the time. I'd rather just put an ad for Mythos or put an ad for my shirts or whatever personally and read my own ad or take ad reads from other companies uh so i don't know where i don't know where that is and i and i'm i'm gonna try not to worry too much about the monetization again focus more on the content and more on serving the mythos community and really trying to bring a lot more people into that because here's the deal if we have a thousand people in the mythos community we might have 10 of them that are super active a hundred of them might be engaging and the rest of them are just going to be there. That's just how it is. So even a thousand people in there, you guys that are still on here right now are still going to be, you're going to be the ones. And that's who I'll give the the badges to. And what that does is it just tells Facebook and me like, you know, Hey, these people are going to show up first on my feed within there. So you guys that are the OGs, you'll get like OG badges or something. So Annie says, I'll be active. Yeah, absolutely. I know you will. So, um, McGraves says, so special to have lunch with your mom. Yes, it is. And with that said, I'm going to sign off because I think my mom is actually watching and she's probably going, I'm hungry. So love you guys. Y'all have a great day and I'm going to talk to you tomorrow. Peace. And I'll see you in Mythos. We'll schedule a call this week, y'all. Love you guys. Peace.